Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of High Minded with McCarter. I'm your host, McCarter. I'm super excited to have the hash lord himself back on the pod, Mikey Morris, who's taking a fat rosin dab right now. Let's just, it's beautiful. Oh, I love it. Hell yeah, fat clouds. Oh, I love Ash. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. This is your second time. Welcome back. It's just you this time. Yes, thank you so much. And I'm super stoked. Lots of things have changed. A lot of things have changed, you know. You're no um, longer with a gozi. I'm not, but, uh, you know, uh, things happen for a reason. You know, we uh, move on from things that aren't good for ourselves as well as others um, to find better opportunities. You know? Yeah, Ch- change is inevitable. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm super excited to like dive even more into hash and specifically rosin, which for those who don't know is the solventless form of concentrate and it is the purest and cleanest um thing that you can vaporize basically in from the cannabis plant. Is that correct? Yeah, water ice heat water ice heat and pressure. Um there's no gas in it. There's no butane, propane, or uh, you know CO two left behind in any of the concentrate. Uh, extracted through, like I said, water, ice, heat, and pressure. Um, I take it one step further, in my opinion, um, running the steel versus the nylon. Uh, so what I found out about four years ago, which we touched about on the last podcast, was how nylon under the extreme heat and pressure. Um, changes the chemistry of it, right? So <clears throat> that dab got me. <laughs> I know. I was like, we had the good idea of starting it right when he was doing the dab. And I was like, oh, but now I feel bad because he can't just like enjoy it. He has to just like talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm loving it. Um, so yeah, the nylon, you know, it's rated for 450 degrees. You know, once you put nine tons of pressure on top of that, things start to change, right? Um, so what I found out about four years ago through experimentation was how it would burn in some places so individual microns you know think of a square they're all stitched together individual strands sometimes would burn and come off in the rosin and that's where like black flakes and like um you know some people would be like oh there's some fuzz in my rosin like it's not always fuzz you know sometimes it's the nylon itself um which is why i did the stainless steel right that's crazy so the stainless steel is a 25 u 25 micron stainless steel mesh uh it's all surgical grade i use a 99 iso ro rinse and then i put it in the oven to maintain the sterile sterile environment right um with that steel you know it turns red hot before it's starting to melt so you would see it um i've put 141 psi pounds per square inch on top of steel at up to 230 degrees plus and nothing has ever happened wow Uh, except for fire rosin coming out (laughs) (laughs) wow that and that just really shows me that like how one how much you care and about the product you're making and your skill and your craft um but yeah it also just shows your integrity like as a person that you (laughs) want like the best of the best like you're not trying to like skate corners or like right do any of that type of stuff which is just yeah very admirable and like you're just so amazing at what you do <laughs> like I, I'm gonna take a little dab too he brought me some amazing rosin that he made 
far, far away. Far, far away. Yeah. I love that. And so that's uh, Bubba Fett and uh, Divorce Gig. So Potco, uh, Good Trees. Shout out yes. to them. Yummy. Yeah, so I'm super excited to just like, we were talking about some really incredible things right before we. Yeah, we were. Um, recorded. And so I definitely want to hop back into that. Um, yeah, like the differences between extracting with butane, extracting with propane, and then solventless and what you do and like what the difference is between those um, and what's happening in the industry right now. Um, I feel like a lot of people are getting desperate um, because there's not as much money in the right. in the Colorado industry right now because so many states are opening up, um, which means like we have less tourism coming to Colorado specifically to buy cannabis because there's so many other states that have it now. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. We're plateauing to the locals, you know. Um, I think Colorado over the next year or two is also going to start weaning out quality versus quantity, um, which is where we're going to the desperate part of the market, right? Uh, of course, there are people that are always down to put out mids, and there's a market for that. You know, that's completely okay to put out budget rosin, budget wax, budget BHO in any way, shape, or form, and even sometimes affordable budget flour, right? Um, as long as it's clean and it's healthy, that's always been my aspect on everything. Um, you know, the, the plant has to come first. Money will always be there when you're doing the right thing. Um, I agree. Money is energy. Right, right. And energy <laughs> is key to everything, right? Protect your energy, protect your mental, your emotional, your physical. And uh, at the end of the day, any of us can do what we're meant to do as long as we focus on our energy. Um, Facts. Same thing with plants, right? Uh, you put good energy into it, grow, it'll give it back to you. Um, one of my main things with extracting is energy transfer. It's one thing I teach every person who's extracted underneath me. Um, shout out to Andrew, Eric, T. John Terps on Instagram and <laughs> gingerly stoned. Uh, <laughs> That's a good so, name. you know, they're they're all extractors that I've taught um, commercially. You know, uh, one biggest thing I, I teach them is how to connect to the plant and to the wash. Right. So, you know, hand washing, you're using your energy through the paddle into the wash. You're connecting with that living essence inside. Um, uh, and then once you move into more commercial, like Ospreys and Axis, you know, peer pressure and low temp make both of those machines. You have hashtag CA that makes another style. And like all of these machines almost take your connection and your energy away from the hash, right? Because you're yeah. hitting a button and it's spinning it and you're walking away. Yeah. One of my biggest SOPs with that was put a paddle in it, you know, um, pull a ladder up. You know, we had step stools, you know, all certi OSHA certified. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, running a paddle allows you to connect with it, right? So what I would do is paddle against the current. So as the osprey would spin the weed in one direction, I would paddle the other way. And it would create almost like a log in a river, right, where like, you know, this current's constantly spinning and yes, it's getting trichome heads off, but putting a log in the middle of a river causes the debris to build up, right? Yeah. Causes this function that happens this way as well as on top and trichome heads would come off more. So, yeah. um, you know, running it without a paddle, we saw a 2% yield less. 
as well as like the rosin didn't wow. taste as good you know like me That's personally so interesting yeah like i didn't feel like an energy like a home-cooked meal versus fast food right like people are just slapping Facts. shit on a grill and like you go to mcdonald's and it gets you through the night but what happens when you make one at home on your grill? You're like, yo, that was a good dinner, yeah, <laughs> right? Way like, more fulfilling. That's what I'm after when I'm making hash is a home cooked thing, right? I want to put yeah. my foot in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that. that energy transfer means a thing. Uh, it, it's a real thing, I mean. Um, and now time for a quick commercial break. This smoke break is sponsored by Toker Poker. This is one of my favorite inventions of all time for smoking accessories. If you don't know what toker pokers are, they are the perfect case for your lighter. They have them for regular lighters for Bic and for the clippers as well. And what my favorite thing is, I always wrap my hemp wick around it so I can use that to light it and it's a healthier smoking experience. But my favorite thing is using what the tool was made for. So it has a tamper on one side of the bottom that you can use to tamper the bud down in the bowl or several other uses as well. And then my second favorite, the poker, which is used to clean a bowl. You can use it to clean your grinder, basically get out anything if there's anything stuck in your bowl, which happens to me all the time. So basically this is just the most ingenious product. I have been using them for over six years now and they just dropped their latest edition with Ellie Paisley for this super cool kind of psychedelic design and they also just have the most fun cool designs this one says tis the season to be high and they also just released some super fun christmas um christmas themed toker pokers as well so you can't go wrong check them out at tokerpoker.com or on instagram at tokerpoker and cheers thank you toker poker love y'all So, you know, you have your wash process as well as your grow process. It all starts there. So each pe person that I noticed would like leave an energy signature almost with the plant, right? It's wow. like, you know, if I grow the weed, I'm growing it with my energy. They get to know me, you know, so it feels more homely when I smoke it because I'm sharing my energy back to myself. Wow. Um, and yeah, we're kind of getting a little hippie here, but I love yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I love it too. Um, so... Yeah, you have your grow, your wash, and then you have your press process, right? And your extractor, whoever is doing your press process, they're taking care of that hash in different ways, sifting it, they're being gentle, or either they're being rough. They're breaking heads if they're being rough, right? So through, yeah. through this screen, they're taking a spoon or just not using a spoon. When you're being very violent, you're creating a lot of agitation and that violent energy, yeah. I feel, transfers most times, right? Yeah. If you're smooth and you're calm. For me, I put on Young Dolph and I'm just vibing, you know, dancing while I'm doing yes. it and stuff. <laughs> and uh, when I get to the press process, it's the same way. You know, when I'm getting a good squish out, I'm running up and down the halls telling everybody, come look, come look. Yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if I'm at home, I'm like, FaceTiming friends, like, look at this, dude. It's so crazy. Oh. Like, the energy is insane, right? Yeah. Um, and then the same thing with your cold cure process, right? Like, so I never use heat. I think uh, using heat deteriorates your hash a little bit. Of course, terpenes and heat don't go great together. Um, but flash curing, people are used to doing it because it causes a whiter hash, you know, as well uh. as pulling it early. 
um, running day 49 and down and like to 36 causes a really white hash that most companies use Wait, and drop. Sorry, versus when would you pull it? I like it around like 54. Um, so 54 to 66 gives you like a full term run okay. and it has more of like a flower high on the full spectrum rosin, right? Because you're getting everything developed. Wow. Uh, terpenes and cannabinoids have had a chance to develop, you know, they grow yeah. up a little bit, not be <laughs> so <maturing>. young. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's the amber trichomes. Right. right? Um, and you think we talked about this a little bit on the last podcast. You feel like those like last longer in your system almost absolutely yeah is that the right um, way to put it yeah i would say like you know earlier pulls depending on the strain obviously this isn't all the way across the right. board this is um, all strain specific yeah. people <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah pulling early i think doesn't give you as much cannabinoid and terpene content so that your high isn't as long lasting it's a quicker right. race of your high the medicine isn't fully developed right <laughs> or maybe it's preference right like maybe some people do like that earlier pulled hash because it gives them effect that's quick and and they can still work or oh. still like take care of their kids and not be stoned on the couch because they had a full-term run i um, see so i do think there's definitely room and like a lot of desire and need for different extractors and growers to pull different terms uh -huh. um just education behind it you know i think right. that's the move because like, a lot of consumers don't know that this is happening right for They're, different brands because who's out there telling them you right. know who's out there saying not many people hopefully we, us we're, te <laughs> right. we're telling you now <laughs> we pull early uh, you know like yeah. smoke us versus late term you know like that right. creates a war in the market almost and oh, true. i don't think extract extraction companies want that or yeah. grows to be real or anybody i think we all just kind of want to find our spot in our lane and just vibe you know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, but yeah, cleanliness regarding solventless and BHO, you know, BHO, there are really clean options out there. Um, CRC is a thing that has a lot of scrutiny in the past. Wait, wait does that stand for something? Uh, color remediation. So okay. you're using a T5 clay, magnesol powder, uh, silica, basically to run the extraction through, right? Oh. And what that does is strip pigments. So if you have darker, oh. older material, you can run it through this substrate and it causes the concentrate to come out clear. Um, it's become a thing that I've seen a lot of BHO companies now rely on. Um, shout out to the ones that aren't obviously, you know, with states out there making it illegal for C CRC, you know, Oregon um, not allowing it due to lung issues. Some people have reported cancer uh, in Whoa. their lungs and stuff, getting sick from it. Um, also getting hi cannabis hypermesis, right? Yeah, that's so, becoming bigger and bigger. Yeah, so and, and then like people that actually have other chronic illnesses like cyclic vomiting syndrome, for example, that mimics cannabis hypermesis are catching scrutiny in emergency wow. rooms. You know, me personally, I do have cyclic vomiting syndrome, which is a stress-induced um, stomach seizure, pretty much. Wow. Um, instead of me having a seizure, my brain and my stomach disconnect and my stomach has a seizure. Uh, but I, for the longest time down south, I was being scrutinized. You know, do you, do you smoke marijuana? And no, well, we smell it on you. <laughs> you know, and it's like, yeah, wow. cannabis helps me with my illness, yeah. um, helps keep me calm and control these situations. You know, sometimes it doesn't happen. You know, sometimes I have to go to the doctor. 
Um, but cannabis hypermesis comes from those concentrates, I think, that are dirty, you know, that have pesticide residuals in them or yes. um, flour that has mold or bud rot in it that people don't know or fails for salmonella yeast, you know, all these kind of things, even aspergillus, you know, that's a huge thing. Yeah, I um, want to talk about the aspergillus because I don't know. I I was yeah. mind blown. Yeah, so aspergillus is uh, basically it's a form of mold, a bacteria that's found on cannabis in cannabis from certain situations. So there's many um, subspecies, I guess you could say, of aspergillus, like Flavus, for example, uh, which is found in the dirt, you know, decomposing plant material and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, Colorado does test for that now, which is a good thing, right? You know, yeah. because it's a bacteria that gets into your lung and c- can kill you uh, ultimately. Whoa. Um, so, yeah. And it's just like a mold that can like come up anywhere. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's... Um, I mean, I'm not a scientist, a chemist or anything right. like that. I'm a hash maker. Uh, so, you know, this is all my personal experience and knowledge that I've read into. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, a mold, a bacteria, fungus, like not a fungus, but like a bacteria as well that embeds into your system from smoking cannabis and Whoa. can kill you. <clears throat> um, of course, doctor treatment, all that can stop that. But a lot of people don't know, right? Like I'm sick. My lungs are, you know. Yeah. It's cold outside. <laughs> you know, all of these different environmental factors make us think that it's never what we're consuming. You know? Yeah, totally. Um, Wait, so what are grows doing currently? Uh, so a lot of people to, like, avoid these things or get rid of them. Yeah, so Colorado's standard right now is to use rad sourcing. Um, so remediation pretty much. It's okay. a big rad source machine. Uh I've always joked and called it chemotherapy, right? So it's like an x-ray machine that like radiates the weed. Um, so they're putting all the weed that's grown. Yeah, they pack the- it in huge tubes and it goes into this big uh, machine basically. Um, what? Yeah. I didn't know this was <laughs> happening. <laughs> it's a thing. It's absolutely a thing. Um, with that, there there's evidence that it doesn't hurt you, of course, that it's cleaning okay. the weed out. Um but, you know, just like anything else, you know, this testing isn't allowed to be done on a federal level or a backed financial level. How do we know what's truly happening with these right. things? Right. <laughs> and, and is this x-ray machine actually killing it long term or is it subduing it for a short, short term period to allow testing to be passed and stuff like that so that you can sell your material? Um and of course, that's where, you know, traditional legacy market thrives is they don't have to pass testing on anything. Right. right? So. Oh, yeah. There's there's the kicker. <laughs> right. So, you know, that's a huge concern for people, right, is understand where you're getting your product from, you know. Yeah. Better yet, grow your own. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Grow but if you own. can't, like yeah. a lot of people cannot. Yeah. Find a homie, you know, find a trustworthy person. There's a lot of extractors in Colorado's legacy market that are are killing it you know and then there's some that yikes <laughs> um, wait can you can you drop a few that are that are doing good stuff uh top rope terps for sure uh top shout out to top rope terps. i've never heard of this um, one hashi gilmore he's a good dude wait, these names are like <laughs> so funny um, to me but my personal favorite is resident solventless so okay. resident solventless it's a husband and wife 
they grow it all single source they extract together um show garden girl on instagram she slays like shout out to her um my favorite part is they run steel um so running the steel sheets is just ugh. That's my bread and butter. <laughs> yeah. So do you ask um, these people what they're using? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. That's Even cool. uh, legal market, right? Because at the end of the day, you know, if I can help somebody out, you know, consulting wise or anything like that, I'm totally down to help people learn how to expand their knowledge on hash. Yeah. Right. And the thing that I found out with using the steel is I can run big presses. Right. So like traditionally 30 grams goes into a micron bag, a nylon micron bag. Mm -hmm. Um, I've pressed up to 300 grams in a sheet of steel, you know, so it takes me a third of the time, you know, to do the same thing that somebody else can do. And it has a better outcome. (laughs) So it would take them about three or four presses, you know, let's say three minutes, five minutes of press where it takes me seven minutes, five minutes to run 300 grams, you know, so the labor is cut down. I'm still getting the same quality, if not better. Um, But of course that's up to the consumer and not me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you definitely know your, your product. Like I try and stay very humble about it. (laughs) No, you definitely like, this is, whoops, this is so smooth. Like, yeah, these are some, the uh, color's perfect. It smells like very complex like also i feel like that's the thing as i've seen with some of these like i don't know if they're just doing like really weird crosses or like i don't know but like the smell isn't like as complex it's very like one dimensional mm-hmm. and i don't know but like even for some rosin and yeah. so i'm just like what what are they doing what happened here so i mean in my opinion and experience uh a lot of people don't really know how to clean bags. So like the micron bags that you're pulling the hash through, I've gone through a couple of consultings and absolutely mm-hmm. get you a dab. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's some Cushman's. Dude, <laughs> this smells insane. <laughs> so that's my home stuff, right? Okay, I was like, I thought that one was crazy, but this one is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I grow at home. Um, how do you make this? Like, th- oh my. I'll have to show you sometime. We'll do like a, out and about podcast. Yeah, no, I literally want to like film it and do a whole yes. thing. Yeah, like, we could film it and like do some in between shots while we're talking or something. I don't know. Yeah, vibe. <laughs> this is insane. But yeah. you think like the key is really to grow it because like then you know what fertilizers you're using, what soil you're using, what sprays you aren't spraying. Right. On Absolutely. It. <laughs> yeah. You know, IPM is a huge thing. Organic. Wait, what's that? IPM. So like preventative measures to control pests right Um, oh and that's like the bad chemicals yeah and not always bad a lot of people use organics which is the way to go always is that a brand or Um, just or you're saying organic fertilizers organic organic sprays uh sprays to prevent pm or bugs from coming in right so like thrips aphids spider mites russets these are all things that like scare the shit out of me (laughs) people are scared of spiders i'm scared of spider mites (laughs) the little ones that you can't see (laughs) facts um big facts you know they grow if you have a commercial grow too yeah oh my lord i have some horror stories i've had to shop back plants before to get the webs off (laughs) before they went down yeah Full hydrogen peroxide dipping. Uh, shout out to Colorado Springs. You know, not in general, but <laughs> the places I've worked at out there. Um, scary, scary stuff. 
but you know it taught me right it taught me how to combat those things get rid of them um and then use that to my benefit in my own situation right uh knock on wood no bugs since i've started so that's amazing yeah and IPM. this is amazing (laughs) (laughs) thank you yeah so ipm sprays all stop at day 14 right so veg you know you can spray in your veg but be careful what you're spraying right so no neem oil uh xeritol you know it's like a form of hydrogen peroxide pretty much um these are things that you can slowly use but in moderation because if you use too much of it you know trichome walls trichome cells start to absorb it so as you're pressing it out you'll have remnants in oh, your hash shit. and that's what causes bad hash harsh hash you know um, I was always wondering. Like, yeah, I've definitely tried some. Not gonna name any names. Yeah, no but names. <laughs> I've tried some brands that are like very reputable in the industry already, and then have recently tried to get into rosin, and it's just like so clear that they don't know what they're doing with the rosin. Yeah, I mean, and anybody who feels that way, shout out hit me up <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah literally pay mikey for consulting it's he will expensive. tell you everything to do and not do um but you know i definitely understand right you know it's it's a a new science to things so you know as you're getting into something new as we all know you don't know everything about it until right. you have somebody oops i'm about to wreck this rig <laughs> um until you learn from somebody who teach you know who has the knowledge who's gone right. through it you know so with me and my hash experience you know slowly over the last 12 years to, since 2012 you know we're almost in 2024 so we're round up yeah but uh, <laughs> <laughs> since 2012 i've been slowly making bubble hash you know i started out you know in the states down south um worked my way up here in 2016 is when i started out in colorado and just learning commercially you know learning how to extract from people who had knowledge you know mm-hmm. going and learning from the old heads you know and listening. that's why community is so it's so crucial. important yeah collaborations over competition all day long all you know, day that's, that's my biggest everyone goal. can succeed yeah and we can do it together i would love to work with every company that makes hash in colorado you know, in any way, shape or form, just to share knowledge, yeah. you know, um, so that we can all have a place to eat at the end of the day, you know, yes. as we're all just trying to pay our bills. Yeah. <laughs> we're all trying to be happy. We're all trying to buy a house. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> a, a house, a car, some kids, maybe. Right. You yes. Know, the vibes. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, maybe some land so we can grow yes. our own. Like if you had to own land, though, would it be only in Colorado? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I used to watch a lot of Yellowstone. So like. Yes. Montana. Wait, same. Yeah. I want to own a valley in Montana so bad. Oh, yes. Wait, that would be amazing. Or give me like a homestead that's like electrical supported somewhere in the middle of Colorado mountains. Yes. You know, I'll just grow my weed, make my hash and so like true. fly me a drone if you need a pickup. Ah, that's amazing. <laughs> yes. So what type of like nutrients and stuff are you using in um, your home grow? So usually a tea. So a mixture of a tea. Um, like a 
tea compost. Yeah, pretty Compost-y. much like a tea compost. Yep. I had um, some awesome girls on the podcast. I'll have to send you okay. the episode. Eda- shout out to Edaphic Solutions. Sick. They shout do out. they do compost tea and they work with like a lot of farms. I love that so much. Here in Boulder. Yeah. It's a secret in the tea, of course. Um yes. another one that I'm definitely okay with if somebody's down to run salts is Athena. Uh, so Athena makes a very clean product in my opinion. Um Wait, you know, what do you mean run salts? So salts are basically like a powder. You know, you add it to your water. Oh, yeah. It's and like that a creates mixture. your batch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, sorry. Whereas like compost. I didn't know that's stuff. what it was called. Yeah. Salts. Everybody. So, yeah. It's the heady term. The salts. Oh, okay. Got you. <laughs> but then other people are selling like the full, like it's already liquid. Yeah. You have liquid. Uh, so Athena does liquid mixture as well. Um, but salts is basically what people buy because it's bulk cheaper. You know, right. liquid is already pre-made. It takes extra steps to make it, so that costs yeah. more money. And it's know? way heavier. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's <laughs> way heavier. None of that. I'm 30 now. I feel it. Yes. <laughs> I've been washing hash forever. <laughs> oh my gosh, facts. That's so cool. So tell me about like where you wanna, where you're headed. Oh man. Um, I don't know. You know, I'm making hash right now for um, Good Trees. Shout out to them. Um, yes, this you know, good stuff. We're working on. I love a, the name. A it's lot it's of Good Trees. Things. Yeah, Good <laughs> Trees. <laughs> um, but, you know, my ultimate goal in life as an extractor is to travel the world extracting, you know, to run multiple states to educate, really, you know. Yes, um, education is key, yeah. as we both agree upon. <laughs> and hash making is like, I'm going to heat up a dab if that's okay. Oh, yeah, of course. Hash making is like a craft, right? That like It's such a craft. And that you need like other people to learn from. Right. <laughs> and like shout out to Frenchie Cannoli because... Dude, RIP. Yeah. I had the pleasure of meeting him one time. Oh, uh, so lucky. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I met Kimberly once um, uh, and that was so cool. You know, yeah. uh, especially like female hash makers. You know, it's so rare to come across and... Um, so it makes me want to do it yeah. because I know I would be so rare. Absolutely. I'll teach you. Let's go. <laughs> wait, for real. Absolutely. Yeah. McCarter and... makes hash. Yes. Wait. Hold on. <laughs> this might be this might be the play. This might be something in the making, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I taught my wife how to do it. So I don't think Shout out not. to Summer. Yeah. Summer's been on some <laughs> past episodes. Oh, we, yeah. we love you, girl. Her- uh, I was listening to that one the other day, Dab and Shinobi and uh, Banger Supply. Yes. Fire. Yes. Yeah. Steven. We got to get Steven back. Bangers in the airflow. Steven has here. so much knowledge and he's 24, dude. Dude, like, I know. He's a baby. When I figured <laughs> out how old he was, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm like, bro, you own your company. Literally, and the fact that he like started his company in yeah, college. Killing it. And I'm just like. Talking about Steven makes me emotional, too, because he's such a good dude. Literally. Yeah, such a good dude. I know. I was like. Damn, Summer, you got some good boys in your life. Some good men, not boys. Excuse me. Boys to men, ABC. Yeah. <laughs> some good men in your life. But yeah, um, you know, my goal ultimately is to travel the world. You know, I, I used to live yes. in Japan for eight years when my dad was in the Air Force and wow. got to smoke a little bit of weed there, but I never got to smoke hash, obviously. You know, we were talking about that earlier. Um, yeah. That's my dream. Yeah, come wait, true. how old were you? I was, uh, so I was there from 2001 to 2009 for eight years. Dang. When I left, I was 15 years old. When I smoked hash, I was 12. Or not hash, I smoked some uh, purple kush when I was 12. Yeah. Um, that was crazy. So uh, what do you remember what the weed was like at all there? Or was it is it hard to remember? Yeah, it was rolled up, so I never got to see it. You yeah. know, it was uh 
a Japanese guy who was like homeless and stuff. Like, you know, he said it was purple kush, so who knows? Wow. But you know, it could have been spice to be honest, or some stuff like that. But <sighs> All yeah. of my friends, they were like, we smoked weed before. That was definitely weed. You know, I never did any crazy stuff. I just got like really high and chill and sat on the seawall and looked at the ocean for like four hours. You know, oh, watched the sunset. That's it was beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah, I miss Okinawa for sure. But yeah, the goal is to one day when they legalize, go back there and make some hash. Um, one of my good friends, Mary's Motivation on Instagram, Brett. Okay. Uh, Brett's out in Thailand right now showing them, you know, the American way of, of weed culture. Oh, um, that's so cool. It's so crazy. Oh, um, I, it's also one of my dreams to travel the world. Obviously, I want to go to every country. Um, it's really hard to decide, like, what to do next. Like, you know, where to go to, like, start doing it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to like smoke weed in every country. <laughs> yes. Um, as well. And like, I'll even risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For real. And I have in like quite a few places already. Like I've smoked in Spain and found weed there. I found weed in Berlin, Germany and in Prague, like all on my own when wow. I was there with my parents. Like, so I would go off on my own, like. <clears throat> Well, did you go to like a gas station or a convenience store? I would just go to like popular areas um, and like look for like locals and be like, hey, where do I get some weed? And, I love that. And they'd be like, oh, little girl wants some weed? <laughs> and they'd be like, go ask that person over there. And Let's I'd be like, go. thanks. And like I was just so matter of fact about it because like I I needed it. Like it's like my medicine. Like I couldn't. Absolutely. It was yeah. really hard, you know, to like – that's the only thing about traveling that I don't like is not being able – well, traveling internationally. Yeah, internationally <laughs> and even, you even know. yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's illegal, right? <laughs> uh, just so everyone knows. Um, but yeah, I feel like everyone and their mother travels with like a pen, at least. Yeah. Now, so like, yeah. I went back to South Carolina and I flew through Texas, and I just had to have edibles, you know. Yeah. Um, just put them in with some candy. Yes. Totally. Not condoning that, but <laughs> yes, no, and everything we say here is for educate or educational and entertain. Yes. Sorry, no entertainment purposes. <laughs> Hopefully, it's educational for you as well, but it's entertainment purposes. So n nothing we say here is real. Yeah. No Rico. It's all fake, y'all. <laughs> this is all just made up. We're we're making this shit up on the fly. <laughs> Somebody uh, wrote a script. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay but back into fuck everything so you're the head extractor right now for good trees yes so did yeah. you have to go in and like basically like show them what to do and like or like i mean not that they didn't know what to do but like you have a very specific way of doing right things. so absolutely. so do, every time you move to a new brand or like get a new job do you like bring all your stuff with you or do you have to say like you need to buy all this stuff like yeah, basically before, for me? <laughs> yeah, before I join the team, it's like, you know. Here's um, my grocery list. Yeah, pretty much, you know, to an extent. <laughs> I'm I'm very workaroundable, I guess, flexible, you could say. Nice. Um, as in like it doesn't have to be an Osprey. It doesn't have to be an Right, Axis. it doesn't have to be like um, the top of the line. Yeah, you don't have to one. spend $150,000 for me to come run your facility. But those things help in the quality of what you get right you know washing in a bubble magic machine or hand washing in a trash can um <laughs> those are <laughs> i don't even know the specific machine you're yeah. talking about but they just sound like complete opposites yeah so like 
Let's see. We'll pull it. Oh, the dog. Yeah, it's Chapel. Shout out to Chapel. Chapel. We're big dog people. Look at that baby. <laughs> yeah, he just turned 12 on the 20th of oh November. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Shout out to him. Wait, are we both Scorpios, he and I? Yep, and my wife. Summer was That's the day right. after. So Summer Chapel night. turned 12 on the 20th. Summer turned uh, an age on the 21st. There it is. <laughs> an age. I love that. Yeah, what's next? I'll tell you, I turned 29 on November 10th. She turned uh, 31. I'm 30. Oh, nice. Yeah. I love Yeah, we're all. I mean, people that are in my, I guess, if we're in the same, like, generation, then I just say, like, oh, yeah, like, our age, mm-hmm. you know? So this is an Osprey. It's like a big steel vessel that Whoa. Low Temp makes. It has an Wait. impeller at the bottom that if spins. You can see it. Um, and then I use the paddle like I was talking about, right? So creating a current, a reverse current, sometimes hawking the current so that it's backing back on itself. Wow. <clears throat> um, and so is this like a titanium? It's a steel vessel. Oh, a steel yeah. paddle too? Yeah, steel paddle. Okay, sorry. You yeah. said steel. That's yep, right. All steel. <laughs> okay. Um, even the bags that I use, I don't use nylon. Nice. Wow. But yeah, that's the Osprey. Um, shout Wait, out to can, Low Temp. Can you, sorry, can you explain? The vessel. Well, like more of like, so for people who aren't in the industry, right. like they're probably like, what is going on here? Right. Can you explain a Absolutely. little bit? <laughs> yeah. So in this process, basically when you start, you, you have this big square vessel, right? That's the Osprey. It's got this uh, impeller at the bottom. So it's like a flat disc with four corners kind of like this and it spins to create a water current every few minutes it reverses bases on base on how you set it right so you set your rpms your time your reverse time so it'll go one way reverse it um when you start with that you put ice or chilled water like 32 degrees water in it your fresh frozen flour so as you harvest your flour you want to freeze it within 30 minutes of harvest oh wow as buds so that you don't lose terpenes or degrade the material that's quick um with this then you fill it up with cold water you let it soak for 30 minutes and then you start agitating right so the osprey you turn it on uh push the start button it has like this screen on the front of it set your rpms your time push start it'll start spinning and then what i would do is reverse against it but on the first wash most of the time i'll do a very slow movement like 20 rpms just to barely move it and then paddle with it right so that i was getting more of like a hand wash but an assisted hand wash so i'm not like killing myself because to wash 58 pounds of weed on a commercial level is a lot right it seems very heavy yeah like at home most people do like 10 15 pounds total right you know when we're doing this you know that osprey i've had 61 pounds in it max you know filled it to the lid and put water in it just to see what it would have what would happen you know r&d run and uh that was wild you know that was a heavy one even the osprey when i turned it at 420 rpms couldn't spin the weed i had to paddle with it uh, to keep it going Whoa. so it was a vibe we did like 12 That's washes that crazy. night crazy okay wait but what is where what's does, happening here yeah and where does it all go like yeah so with this osprey you know you're paddling i'm paddling against it right now i'm creating that current there's a false bottom underneath the impeller that holds the weed and then all of the trichomes come through this little um tube it's like a of a steel tube that comes from the bottom. It's a drainage pipe, basically. And you have a valve, a ball valve, and you open that up and it spits it into the bags, your collection vessel, pretty much. 
um yeah so there's like different wow and that's the stuff that looks like kind of like sand yeah that's your water hash okay and then you press that yep to make this absolutely okay just so people understand just so i understand yeah so we're we're pulling the water hash we're filtering it through micron bags in different layers um, there's 25 micron bag, 45, 73, 90, 120U. So that's all U. different like types of material coming out when you press it. Right, right. right. So those because different the microns, perforated holes are different exactly, sizes. Different sizes. So you're collecting, diff- collecting different quality of heads of trichome heads that contain the oil inside, right? So this is what I like don't get is like what is like the best one? So it's it's absolutely extractor dependent right so in my personal opinion i like the 120u so 120u heads 120 micron they're more more of a bulbous head they're not quite as aged yeah love that yeah (laughs) word (laughs) when you look at them they're like really big under a microscope you know the 90u heads are a little smaller your 73u heads are a little smaller than the 90 and then your 45 are even smaller right and then your 25 are like little raisins um, they're pretty much the dried up oldest uh, trichome heads that formed on the plant. So right? do each of those size variations contain different terpenes and cannabinoids based Absolutely. on the size? Yeah. Yeah. They're more developed in certain mm. ones. Um, some as they age, so as trichomes age, they develop uh more cannabinoids inside, age cannabinoids. Um, so that's ambering. why you like the, right. the older heads yeah. because they have more medicine right like more 45 cannabis medicine. to to 159 is like full spectrum you know most spectrum but it's full spectrum that's okay. like the market go-to for you know this is good hash oh, um, okay. and with that you're getting that like flower high right like you're yes. getting a more full spectrum developed high as long as you run it to term so as long as you're running this so let's say you have a day 60 flower strain right it takes at day 60, it's fully matured for flour. When you smoke it, you get all the effects that you want, all the flavor you want. Everything's beautiful, right? Yeah. Um, running that for hash means a more darker ambered hash, right? Like, so like sure. a GMO color, maybe, or like more of a Cushman's, more of like a band aid color is what I call it. There we go. Um, yeah. Whereas, like, you got to give someone, like, yeah. if someone's listening, like, what color are they talking about? <laughs> so, yeah, like a band aid color um, for more of the aged hash. hash. <laughs> yes. Um, whereas, whereas the early ones are like Elmer's glue. Elmer's yeah. glue. <laughs> I love these analogies. Yeah. So you have like the really white hash. That's the premature. But like I was saying earlier, there's spots for all of this hash in the market. It just depends on the consumer, right? Right. Some people may like it premature. Right. They like more of a... But you and I definitely yeah. prefer... I like aged. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like darker hash. Um, cured hash. is not cured like as in cured flour, but like cured to term. You know, the plant yes. was able to go to where it needed to be to its ripe stage so um, you like waited for the trichomes to get like orange like orange yeah. and amber yep okay yeah i like to have about 20 percent ambering when i look so like okay. if you were to look on type top of uh like a broad leaf or a sugar leaf you would see the trichome heads right like looking like a minefield or something like that yeah and some will be very clear some are be- some will be milky and some will be ambered and you kind of want like 20% amber, gotcha. uh, 50% milky, and then like 30% clear. And that'll give you like a proper hash. 
So um, what would happen if you waited too long and they were like all amber? You would just have a really, really late run dark hash. Um, and what would the effects of that be? Probably more sedating. Um, I'd say definitely more sedating, you know. Because like, it's like all CBN? Yeah, like you get a little bit more CBN, um, but your mixture of cannabinoids for sure. So, where and what about like terpenes? Terpenes, or is it usually hard to say? in late terms, I see a lot more of uh, beta carophylline, like carophylline terpenes, okay. myrcenes, humulines. Um, of course, strain dependent, but right. that's what I see the most of when you run it longer, the longer you run it. And then those terpenes in themselves with the entourage effect create more of a sedative high. So sure. not quite blaming it on the cannabinoids, but the cannabinoids as well as the terpenes creating yeah. that whole effect. Yeah. Um, this is so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to like write a book or something one day. You, you, <laughs> yes, you seriously do. Like, I told Summer that the other day and I was, she was like, all right, do it. It's like, mm-mm. I don't want to write it. <laughs> you, I know. That's the hard part. Right. Same. I just I've, need like Siri in my ear, you know, like yes. just talking. Or to have someone that follows you all around and you can just dictate it to yeah, you. Yeah, that would be sick. Like it has a typewriter on your back. <laughs> Goals. <laughs> yes. No, that would be epic. Maybe one day we can do it together. Yes, that would be sick. Because I'm trying to do an ebook right now too. And it's yes. also like. I like writing was my major and I don't even want to write. So that's what Summer <laughs> majored in was uh, English professional writing. Oh my God, no yeah. way. She and I yeah. have so much in common. <laughs> yeah, mine's, uh, I have a double bachelor's, criminal justice and sociology. That's so cool. Yeah. I also, I loved my socio- sociology uh, I love studying people. Yes. It's so fun. Oh, that's probably why I love like watching serial killer yes. shows. What is your mind doing? Yes. It's like, <laughs> oh, so interesting. I love people watching. Same. It's, it's like a it's a great pastime. Yes. Just, just sit somewhere and watch. Take a fat dab. <laughs> yes. And then uh, sit and watch people. <laughs> hit the pin while you're just keeping the high. <laughs> yes. So back to like the hashing. 120 U. Yeah. That type of stuff. What is this? Does it say? Yep, that's 120 U. Um EC yeah. is what it says, but that's what it's been initialed oh. as. Okay. And what about so for this strain, far, far away, so then, like, they can do multiple different, like, versions right. of it with right. the different, like, 90U, 120U. 100%. Different tiers. Okay, yeah. so that's where you see people like 710. Laser Cat, Oleo. Yeah, all um, of these people, they're doing, like, these different levels, and they're pricing them differently. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, like... Can you explain that a little bit more? Like, yeah. why? Why the pricing is yeah. the way it is. Um, basically, because of the way that hash has been dubbed, right? You know, people say have always said, you know, that 90U is the best, right? And when you look at the sciences, 90U is the best because it's the most ripe head. Um, so as that plant mm-hmm. ages and hits its point, 90U has the most terpenes and cannabinoids within it. But consumer, you know, perspective preference you know that that plays a fact right right um for me personally you know 73 to 159 is absolutely perfect you know 90 u to pay you know 25 dollars more for it cool but like what are we doing you know is it a flex on somebody else or am i doing this because i actually like it that's what i always was trying to figure out when i was i try not to buy a lot of hash these days just because i'm we are balling on a budget, but, Absolutely. <laughs> but like, um, 
when I was buying it, like, I would go to Eclipse because they have the best. Shout out to Eclipse. Um, selection of hash um, here in Boulder. And I was like, I was just trying to figure out, like, okay, they have, it's like the same strain, but it'll literally be $20 different and one will be 90U and one will be 120U. And I'm just like, I don't get what, yeah. Why the pricing difference? So, you know, the development of the trichome heads, you know, that's, okay. that's, um, you know, and it's just personal preference. Yeah. I mean, also industry preference, right? Yeah. Um, community preference. So with the, you're saying the 90U, if you were to test that compared to a 120U of the same strain, the 90U will have a higher terpene percentage. Yeah. Nine times out of 10, you know. Okay. It'll so have a higher terpene percentage. Uh, that's interesting. Um, cannabinoid percentage. I think if I can remember right on testing that I've seen um, cannabinoids develop more as 45, you know, as they age towards okay. the 45 U heads. Um, Interesting. Yeah. But 90 U is, it's gas, you know, it's a head It's stash. gas. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, wait, so this one is... 120. Yeah, so I so prefer 120 U okay. like when I start my morning. Um, okay. because it's not so like strong. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Uh, cause I, it doesn't have as high of a percentage of exactly, terpenes and cannabinoids. Exactly. So one twenty U for me in the morning, 90 U middle of the day, you know, to get uh -huh. that, like, all right, I did my shit. Like now I'm going to relax a little bit and yeah. finish out my day. And then I do full spectrum at night because it gives me more of that, like flower sedative high, you yeah. know, and that puts me to bed. Uh, so that's personally okay. like how I like to smoke my different microns and like so i judge them so like because of that i would never say that one micron was better than the other just on my personal experience right and uh -huh. my personal perspective because i use them all for different things and i think yeah. that's that's where the market ultimately will learn where it needs to go and i think that's what a lot of people um through experimentation of trying these different microns have yeah. learned you know if they paid attention to it right yeah. You know, some people are like here for the medicine, some are chasing the high and that's perfectly fine. But education comes with understanding. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so true. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So then does Good Trees only offer 120U? Um, so Good Trees is going to focus mostly on full spectrum. Um, 120U was like the first uh, ones I did. Uh, before I was basically on the team. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Wait, so and which one is the full spectrum one? Full spectrum will be 45 through 159. Wait, but doesn't that encompass? Yeah, everything. Everything. Yeah. Oh, yep. okay. Yeah. I see, I see. Yep. Okay. It's crazy, right? This is so interesting. I know. I was like, wait, which one is that? And I remember back in 2012 when I had no clue. I was just like pulling bags, like, you know. Wow. No understanding of what anything was. It's just like harvesting corn, right? Some of it's <laughs> young, some of it's old. And then we have the volunteer <laughs> corn that pops up. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what to do with this except for press it. <laughs> and the volunteer corn. <laughs> wait, that's so funny. Where'd that hash come from in the bucket? You know, that kind know. of stuff. Yeah, popped up out of the ground. Let me pour that through a coffee filter real quick and oh catch it. You know, gosh. that was the old days, pressing in coffee filters with hair straighteners. So <laughs> funny. Wow. But oh now we're gosh. using pure pressure longs pike, you know, longs peaks and uh, low temp V2s. Shout out to them. Wow. <laughs> Those are some like crazy names for some crazy yeah. machines. Yeah. But like really, you know, shout out to like, 
you know, Kenny Wally and Nikiti and Ryan, Roz and Ryan from Olio. Those are like three big extractors that helped me learn, you know, where I am today and the understanding, nice. at least, you know, my small understanding of what we're doing out here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, where do you see like the hash market going like in Colorado and like nationwide? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> so. And worldwide. It's crazy because like last year, you know, or this year, 2023, um, it'll be last year when this is out. So, you know, 2023 was a really big break for, <clears throat> excuse me, the concentrate solventless side of things because uh, Piatella came out, you know, what I called in the United States Mikey's Melt. Um, so basically, Wait, what do you mean? Wait, what's Piatella? Yeah. So it's taking the water hash, the sand that uh, we're talking about squishing to make the rosin and everything. Uh -huh. It's taking that and curing it. So that it creates like a rosin batter, right? Oh, wait. And you were yeah. saying this because you've been experimenting with curing yep. a lot of your own stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Full circle. So I did Mikey's Mel, uh, you know, at one of the extraction companies out here in Colorado. And that was uh, Piatella. So cold cured water hash. That's, that's what I was right. It, okay. Right? Yes. We were talking about this. Sorry. Yeah. So Splite out in Spain. Uh, shout out to Splite 23 um, and Uncle okay. Farms. They started doing Piatella in Spain and Jolly Roger at Puffco like yep. stumbled upon them, you know, yep. and uh, really, really, really helped make this a thing. Um, you know, not that. I didn't know that's what it was called. Piatella. Yeah. Piatella. Okay. It stands for like flat hash. Wow. That's so um, interesting. Yeah. So I ended up doing that here in Colorado. This wow. is you know, the consistency of it. Yum. It looks like peanut butter. Yeah. Like battery cold cure. Wow. So you're experimenting with like which strains and how to cure mm -hmm. the rosin? Absolutely. And what turns out like the best. And, and how like, long to go and, and what. Oh my God. Um, it's like a fine wine or like yeah. bourbon aged in like the barrel, the oak yes. barrels. <laughs> Do you remember um, <laughs> last year when we were talking about like the aged rosin that I was doing? Yeah. 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 That stuff came out crazy. Oh my um, God. So I did like Super Booth and Cake Crasher and I put them in a jar, vac sealed the jar put it in a cedar box in my lab and I only burped the jar in the dark. So I would cut the back seal <laughs> off, you know, open it up, psh, close it, put it back under. Right. Um, other times I'll do it in like a box, uh, like a cardboard box and stuff out of the light. And uh, it ended up changing. Like the cake crasher went from like, you know, a gassy kind of sweetness to like straight sweet, sour, like really sour, Whoa. but like not, sour isn't bad you know like yeah sour terps like it tastes like apple you know like sour apple or Whoa. something um and it's super crazy to watch the hash age you know in a 60 degree room 64 degree room um over time so i aged it for like two or three months checked Whoa. on it dropped a batch of it you know put it back aged it again dropped the same batch and was letting people know like you know Whoa. the dispensaries know this is different levels of age and we would put aged like cake crasher on it stuff whoa like that. that is so cool yeah so that's like the piatella you know what they were doing is wrapping it in cellophane and vac sealing that and storing that and as it would age it would like the terpenes would react and everything inside would react and create this batter that you could like cut with a knife whoa and it would be water hash that had the same consistency of cold cure that you don't have to freeze because it's stable, 
right? Like it's just shelf stable water oh. hash, which is what I was going after for when I was working on it without yeah. knowing that, you know, Splite and everybody was doing that in Spain, right? That's so um, crazy. Just like, dude, how do I get like water hash is premium because it hasn't been touched by heat, you know? Yeah. So like heat, even with the press, it's it's making rosin, which we all love, but it's taking away just a little bit, you know, from that essence. Um, wow. You know, taking that little bit of energy and terpenes and cannabinoids away that we're losing from the heat, mm-hmm. um, as well as the volume, you know, because you only get, you know, 80, 70, 60%. You know, some people get 90%. I've hit like 92% on some of my Dang. individual microns that we're squishing. Um, but you lose a right. little bit, right? You're, yeah. You're, you're not getting little... 100%. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, water hash does contain stock so it's not all trichomeds either obviously right. there's some like other plant material right but when you dab it you have that pure taste so that's what i was going for is like yeah you have your cleanup you have to do a couple q-tips and some iso to clean up after a water hash dab but you get the true essence of it so the hardest part about that for the consumer was traveling with it right yeah. like how do I keep it cold? I don't want to carry a lunchbox around yeah. and a plug-in freezer to my car or something, yeah, no. you know? <laughs> um, but we want to dab water hash, right? Like if oh. we could. So how do we create this room temperature stable water hash you can keep in your pocket and still enjoy? And I think that's why extractors were like, yo, like we got to develop something and, you know, pushing towards this Piatella. And uh, yeah, the question about where do I think hash is going in the future? I think so many more you know cool people doing stuff like that yeah that's Um, so cool yeah aging rosin repressing rosin right like that's how we got thca diamonds out of rosin and like the powder you know the um take cold cure wrap it or pack it into nylon and keep pressing it and it becomes a thca powder and then you put it in the oven at 250 degrees pull it out after it liquefies and smash it and now you have diamonds that are solventless so that's where like you remember voda was doing like uh the solventless diamonds and stuff um terpasaurus rex over at grant farms you know turp man and rosin in the springs he does it as well there's a couple other people um that do it so interesting yeah shout out to rosin ryan for showing me that one because i was like bro i don't what are you talking about yeah Wait, but then you did apply heat, though. So is yeah. it still rosin? It's still rosin. You know, you're applying heat with the press. Um, yeah. So you're putting it back on the press. You're squishing out all of the terpenes. Oh, but I mean, when you like put it in the oven. or Yeah, whatever. when you put it in the oven, it's still rosin. It just decarbs it. Oh. So it turns it into your cart material, um, liquefies it. And then when <sighs> you bring crazy. it back to room temperature, it solidifies. Yeah. So like... If you don't, so what I would do is like take it as a liquid, pour it in parchment and then like roll it, you know, so it's like a candy, you know, how they do like the candy and chop it. Yeah. And then you can chop it off in diamonds or you can take that and like fold it up and smash it on the counter and it like shatters, you know, and it's so fun. That's crazy. (laughs) Like who wants to go smash plates when you can just smash rosin on the counter and like now it's 99.9%, you know, THC. So you're, whoo. (laughs) <laughs> wait that's crazy i didn't even know that this was a thing yeah i have some uh at home i'll have to bring wow. you some but it's like i i don't like to dab it in the morning because it'll oh, ruin your day it'll like put you on your ass yeah and yeah. like you just can't get that high again unless you keep dabbing that yeah and it's like yeah eventually you're like yeah ossifer what's going on <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. But yeah, I mean, honestly, I've been thinking of like some new things to do, you know, regarding rosin. I think the thumbprints that Mighty, or not Mighty Mouths, Mountain Select is doing right now is pretty cool, you know. Wait, what's um, that? So Canacris did like a thumbprint where you take cold cure uh, and you put a hole in it and then you fill that with jam. Uh, like rosin jam and that creates like this two gram bucket that's two different variants of rosin um so people can enjoy like rosin jam and cold cure and like almost eating a pie you know oh my god (laughs) yum (laughs) wow so that's that's kind of cool you know i like how everybody is being innovative and -hmm. and going new routes and different things you know soy cubano with tim you know the do boy yes um, i follow him yeah. he said he might come on he should he's an awesome soul an awesome oh, soul good um, okay that and so excited. knowledgeable his knowledge i think far outweighs mine on terpenes and oh shit and trichomes and stuff. okay i mean if you're saying that <laughs> fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but yeah tim's a, a really good dude everybody at soy cubano and they're such a small team yeah. it's amazing another team that gets me emotional right oh. they're just they're such good people yeah um Always out here for the community and like showing up and showing out when they should. You know, that's the best part. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. But yeah, he's doing a new thing called the Sunday. You've probably seen that where he does Sunday. like a cold cure ball and then pours the jam on top I of did, it. I did. It's like his Sundays. I tried one of those at a sesh. Um, really good. Yeah, nice. Really good. Shout out to him. Do you see brands doing like what you're talking about, like curing the rosin and then like charging a premium and being like, only a rosin brand that sells like this like cured rosin at a premium i don't know is that like gonna be a niche or no so like rosin jam you know like cured as in heat cured or like what you're doing where like you're like oh like uh aging aging it it. yeah Yeah. not curing yeah long curing it yeah slow curing it yeah um i don't i'm not sure you know i I did it and I didn't really see anybody else doing it that I knew of, uh, mostly because like, you know, one of the lashbacks from the market was like you degraded the terpenes and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. did you, you know, obviously you did, but it created something different. It wasn't about maintaining the fresh. It was about creating something different. Like, you know, this is the reason why we drink like what King Louis the 13th for $1,300 a sip. Exactly. That's (laughs) what I'm saying is like, Um, do you think that there will become this like version or like part of the market that wants the like age, age, vintage, like, this weed was grown in like yeah. 10 years ago or something. I don't know. I truly hope so, to be honest. Um, I think the thing that's holding this market back is the ability to let the people know that it's available, right? Yeah. Um, Seriously, the education and marketing yeah. are and like, lacking. Social media platforms are like our only way to get these things out. And they hate us. Exactly. <laughs> so what do we do, right? You know, you've have to spend money for marketing in other ways which yeah. is like radio ads that cost a thousand dollars for 30 seconds you know stuff like that yeah and, you know for work with people, influencers yeah absolutely <laughs> that's what i'm all about <laughs> <laughs> um you know of course you know the organic ways um yeah but again there's a point in time where we get shut down or shadow banned or yes um because until it's like federally legal right gonna or descheduled or and I think the other Anything. side of it is like we can't allow sampling. You know, I think in Colorado, yeah. like a huge thing would be to allow companies to sample their products the right way. Yeah. You know, there are facilities. 
<laughs> that allow you to smoke there, but uh, yikes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, we do not have a lot of consumption lounges here, and it's like one of the things that makes me like super sad and yeah. like about Colorado because there is so much potential for consumption lounges. Like, I mean, I like lived in Amsterdam for a month in college, and every day that's like what we did was go to these like, coffee shops, and so. I just don't understand why it's so like why they just haven't figured it out here. Yeah, yet. I mean, I said this to my wife the other day, this summer the other day, and Stephen, we were at Banger Supply, and I, you know, I was like, damn, I kind of want like a heady beer, you know. So yeah. I went to the store, the local store, and I got one. Um, but they had this guy with a booth, and he was like pouring beers for people. Show your ID, you get to try the beer. Yes, why the fuck can't like, we do that? What? Yes. Like, it, oh, it makes me so mad. Like, bro, they don't even have cameras in there to, you know, track any of that. Like Literally. we do in our dispensaries and in our labs and in our grows, um, even in transport and the buses, you know, like the smoke lounge buses, yeah. they have full camera systems and DVRs in there. Oh, you know, it's all compliant. Makes so like, me so mad. <laughs> why couldn't I pop this dab rig up at, you know, Eclipse and let right. them try the Egozi hash, yeah. you know? have a proper ventilation system or do it outside right you know allow permits you know totally like, that would be the best thing that colorado could do for taxes yeah. wink wink <laughs> right literally taxes we're fine with it as long as we get to sell our product you yeah know, and market it in the right way um but Seriously. yeah it's uh it's pretty crazy how like you know california was able to expose so much through marketing and everything like that they didn't have so many restrictions and consumption laws and public consumption yeah. laws you know you can walk your dog down a sidewalk and smoke a joint but here you know cops really don't care but you still risk a 25 dollars fine yeah you know, some my minuscule thing that's going to show up on your record if you get pulled anywhere right you know, a possession <laughs> yeah yeah totally just it doesn't make much sense it's like okay government figure this out like yeah what are you doing like we're working against each other when we should be working like together to make this a better system for yeah. everyone but yeah the aged hash thing i think is uh a market capture that people will be educated to eventually you know through yeah. people as well and i see it i think that's uh, a niche that could develop and you know I enjoyed it, to be honest. You know, yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I didn't not like it. It uh, definitely changed, like, flavors and wow, highs and so everything. so interesting. Definitely <laughs> CBN heavy in the age. So it's, like, the people that want that nighttime high would know. Like, let's go for the aged, and then we pick right. our strain. And, like, yeah. so much fun. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, totally. It, it seems lit. I'm, like, future seems lit. We yes. just need to get our shit together. Yes, the future. With the laws and licensing and just – it makes me uh, – there's a lot happening right now with, like, consolidation. Yeah. yeah. To, like, are you feeling that, like, a lot of the small brands are, like, dying right now? I think um, the ones that are overspending, you know, uh, probably are. But the ones that I've seen pop up so far are doing really well. Okay. Um, because they're creating that craft batch, you know, yeah. that everybody wants. It's they're, very niche. They're marketing the packaging the right way. Um, you know, Big Heads Little Necks, for example, they're killing it. 
Um, Wait, that's such a funny name. Yeah, yeah. so big heads, little necks, right? You want a small neck on your trichome uh, stem so that the head tumbles easier in the wash. That's genius. (laughs) It's so cool. Um, Shout out to the homies. I haven't tried their stuff. I need to try it. Yeah, I think Eclipse has some. Um, If I had any money to buy. I know the owner. I'll link you. Oh, you're (laughs) awesome. Yeah, I'm like, if they want to come on the pod. Definitely. Always down. Yeah, Steel Rollin' too. He's a a good dude. Yeah. Reach out to me when, you know, things went down at my last spot. And uh, just had a lot of good things to say. Oh, that's awesome. um, Community. Yeah, community for sure. You know, there's a long time where, you know, when we go through things, we get in our head and think it's us. Um, And maybe it is you know, but, uh, I think moving past the darker side of things and where you shouldn't be, the universe always puts you where you need to be. Yes. Um, There's always brighter days ahead. Yeah. Just push through, you know, don't give up on anything. That's what I always say. You know, we've all been in the slums and dragging our feet through the mud and we eventually, you know, it rains or we find a water hose and dry ourselves off, wash ourselves off, all the good stuff and uh, yeah. keep on kicking. You know? Yes. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That seems like a pretty good way to like cap her off. But I do want to see it. Can I get a dab out of your Let's go. amazing rig and like yes. tell me about the rig and yeah. everything. So this is Faltermeyer Glass. Okay. Um. So he's a local here in Colorado. Uh, wow. Third generation glass or second generation, one of those. I, I'm sorry, Jonathan. Um, but yeah, he's uh, been glow- blowing glass his whole life. Uh, super awesome work. This is a custom that I had done. Wow, so um, it's so pretty. Are these supposed to be trichomes or like mushrooms? mushrooms. Okay, yeah. I was like, yeah. they could be either trichomes or mushrooms. If I, I had my black light, I'd show you. But when you shine a black light on them, they glow green. So the eyes all glow like Illuminati. Oh, that's so it's, cool. It's sick. Um, and then wow. all of the blue in it is sleeved in blue V. So all of the blue stardust glows pink under black light. Whoa. And then uh, <laughs> my favorite colors are the ghost, so the bluish white, and then the black crushed opal. So crushed opal is like, ugh, I love it. Wow, um, it's so pretty. So basically, you know, I met him and I was like, yo, is there any way that you could do like a custom piece for me and my wife, you know, like for our anniversary? Uh, Summer's favorite colors at the time and her favorite all-time colors, heavy blue stardust, which is the blue. Um, and then the terps is the yellow. So she wanted like, that kind wow. of color combo and then he did this like big wag tiger stream almost it's uh, sick how i don't even understand how one would make such a thing where do you even start oh, lord have mercy it's crazy i've watched uh so many glass artists blow glass you know in glass artists you know of different names uh and origin you know nate myers uh let's see wjc you know wisco kid uh, wigged out our Richie Villa, who you said is coming on today yeah, as well. Yeah, we're having visionary glass for Rich, yes. Rich Villa coming on <laughs> after this. Yeah, so Richie Hopefully makes some crazy take rigs. some more fat dabs off of his rigs. Yes, pick his brain about that because he would be the one for sure to help you on the understanding how to make these. Is but this all like American all color? All American glass. Whatever, American yep. glass, American color rods. Yep. I, I don't th- know. I'm pretty sure it's all North Star glass. Um but I'm not 100% sure. That's not it's my It's truly a work of art. I could like look at it forever. Yes. And then he also made my pendy. The pendy. So pretty. 
It does these crazy dot stacks. Whoa, yeah, I'm realizing that. Mm -hmm. It's like an infinite flower. It's like taking different color rods and layering them on clear and then like drawing it pretty much and layering clear back on top of it. I don't know. This just... is insane. I like, I do not understand glass blowing and it's just so incredible to I me. I don't either. I just stand there and get stoned. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I'll provide the dabs. You guys provide the cool shit. Yes, totally. And are these all banger supply bangers? Oh yeah. Shout out to banger supply. How did I know? <laughs> I have a Joel Halen, but I forgot to bring it. Okay. Um, okay. This is so cool. I'm just like, let alone the art and then the function. Like, mm -hmm. how do you have like the ability to combine the, this artwork and then have like this incredible function? It's just like. Just crazy artists. Yeah. You know, I don't just, even understand how you could do one, let alone both of them yeah. together. <laughs> They're like, that's what I tell them. I'm like, you guys are mad scientists. You stand behind a freaking hot ass torch yep. and just like make these insane sculptures you know because at the end of the day like yeah this is a dab rig but it's a sculpture it is you know? like i i would put this on my end table or in a glass cabinet be yeah. like yo look at this yeah <laughs> so are you worried about like keeping it clean or like cleaning um, it yeah so i clean it you know with 99.9 percent .9 isopropyl alcohol or acetone um if ISO isn't allowed, I had to use acetone during COVID. So like um, not my preference, yeah. obviously, but you know, if you have to, um, it will eat things away like grime and grit. Oh, um, but not the your, glass. Yeah, not the glass. Okay. Um, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll clean it really good. Um, but ISO is what I use. And after I smoke on this rig today, you know, at the end of tonight, I'll have already put isopropyl in it to sit or either I'll be rinsing it through and putting it back in its case after I dry it. Um, Do you get worried, though, if you're cleaning it, that you're going to break it like while cleaning it? So that's my biggest fear because I've broken so many pieces yeah. while cleaning them. So it's, you know, about being very cautious and careful. My biggest thing is I have a cleaning day. Um, so, you know, I are you careful of, with your consumption yeah. that day or it, like, Oh, I get stoned any day, every day. All yeah. Day. Um, but my biggest thing is talking to people. So oh, what I not find get distracted. Exactly. What I find is distractions are the reason why we always mess up, right? Oh, it's you not know? that you're high, it's that you're distracted. Yeah, you know, like that's what I was worried. I was like, did I get too high that I like but I think it was that I was distracted. Yeah, if you're talking to somebody, if your dogs are around you, your cats, if you're on the phone, you know, your attention isn't directed. On social media. Yeah. <laughs> if you're live cleaning it, I've done that. Yeah. Um, and broke a banger, you know, dropped a really expensive banger. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. We learned that lesson, guys. Yes. That's fun. That's my biggest nightmare. Basically. 900 ha-has in the... And the live. Literally, I'm sure people were just like laughing their yes. asses. Yes, I was too though, because I'm like, oh. you know, I, I knew better. I was right. distracted, like reading comments instead of looking at this rig and I dropped the, the banger on the side. It was like hanging off and I hit the rig on the banger. It falls into the steel sink and just uh, breaks. Yeah. So Mood Mats now makes like a sink mat. Um, oh. Yeah, there's... They should arrive like tomorrow. I order new ones every time they drop a new set just so that I could throw away the old ones. You know, sometimes they get wet too many times and yeah. like hold water and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, they have like little holes cut out in them so that water can drain and ISO oh, can drain. Smart. So if you drop your rig, you're dropping it on like a, a rubber mat. 
And uh, that's super smart. Yeah, that's that's usually, you know, the precautions. I'll even take paper towels sometimes and line my sink because I have like a steel farm sink. Yeah, same here. Um, So I'll be like Kelso oh gosh, off of you. that 70s show and bubble wrap everything. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Holy fuck. <laughs> that's a Mikey dab. That's what they call it in Denver, at least. Yes, the lungs. What the fuck? So are you going to come through uh, the black and white party for Rudezilla and uh, Police and Thieves? Weed Maps collab? Yes, I want to. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hold on. Yes. Enjoy the Terps. Scent. That was insane. <laughs> Holy fuck. That flavor. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, that's the Cushman's. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's all the energy, you know? I, I think that's wow. the plant energy, the human energy that's growing the plant, you know, the environment. That's some of the best <laughs> rosin I have ever smoked (laughs) thank you oh my god (laughs) i am like so high okay and then i forget how much higher an actual rig gets you than the puffco right yeah i totally forgot puffcos are so good for travel and you know water hash and even dabs you know like quick and easy Um, especially when you have kids uh you know kids around or like family members like yes if i I whip this out down south around (laughs) my family they would be like what in the heck did you learn in colorado yes okay what do you say when people sorry this is so off topic it just came to me what do you say when people say like oh you look like a crack addict or something oh lord (laughs) i've had that so many yes i since i've had some videos go viral um the comments are insane (laughs) just like absolutely (laughs) off the wall like so many people being like addict 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 like it's just like hey i mean i am addicted to weed i love it yes i love the the way it makes me feel yeah (laughs) Um, but it's my medicine more than anything you know that's what i always say it's like this is how i consume my medicine you know yeah would you judge somebody who had to do an insulin shot if they were actually whipping out a full syringe like the old days and you know taking a vial and putting that into their body you Mm -hmm. know can we judge somebody for the way they consume something yes but we shouldn't yeah so true Um, so that's kind of my statement back to that beautifully (laughs) said you are so insightful like i just know whatever you're gonna do you're gonna kill it thank you you so much you already do like you have such a strong bond and connection to this plant it's seriously beautiful and i think once people like discover the power of rosin it's like it's hard to look back, honestly. Absolutely. Like the reason I haven't been dabbing a lot is merely finances. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Thank you so much. But uh, people have been giving me so much flour. And oh, and I got this new device called the, it's from Coroma. It's a ball vape. Okay. 
for flour. That sounds crazy. But you can, I have it downstairs, so I'll show you. Yeah. So basically. Is that the little, like, uh, machine I've seen on your, like. That's like a new one that's okay. similar, but it is still vaporizing flour. But this one's like a different vape that you can put on top of any rig, like, or ah, glass. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's why it's amazing because it hits like, like a bong. So anyway, people have been giving me a lot of like home grow and just like I've been, people have been giving me a lot of weed lately, which is amazing because like I said, yeah, um, just bought this house. So That's yeah, right. so I haven't been buying a lot of rosin because it is very expensive. Like Absolutely. not going to lie. Like, especially when you start buying the 90, right? Especially when I have very expensive taste. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that's the main problem. But anyway, I have been trying to get away from combustion in general, just because it's, we all know it's very harsh on your body. It's harsh on your throat. Um, and I had someone on the podcast a couple weeks ago, um, Patrick from Ritual Colorado. He just opened a really cool, like elevated smoke shop. Okay. Um, like in Sloan's Lake. So this is his favorite product. It's, um, it's a ball vape mm -hmm. that you can like, like I said, put on any, like rig or bong you have and then you like put the flour in and you can also then put like rosin on top of that and then you put the vape on top but it doesn't actually touch the product in any way it just like it's like an e-nail but for flour okay if that makes sense yeah that definitely makes okay sense. <laughs> but Is it, it does quartz too but it doesn't touch the i think it's titanium sick yeah but like I said, it doesn't touch the um, the flower. The flower, right? So then it heats up to like 500 degrees. So then the air that you pull through is like a convection oven. Oh, sick! So you're just getting like the beneficial terpenes from the vapor, not any of the harmfulness. Not any of the harmfulness from car or carcinogens from Ooh. combusting the Cheers. flower. Cheers! That was so good. I am like so hi. That is just nuts. Okay, but something I struggle with with these, I feel like some of mine was going into the neck because I was like, <coughs> I was trying not to pull too hard, you know? But pull enough, right? Right, but pull enough, exactly. Wow, <coughs> that was really great, though. Yeah, so like traditionally people would use like this valve in the middle part. Oh. And that would help stop it, but... uh, I see. What we found at Banger Supply was that the airflow, it cuts the airflow. It restricts yeah. that airflow. So then, you know, it's about doing as many oh. dabs as you have to or can. You can answer it if you need to. Oh, sorry. No, I think we're good. <clears throat> um, But yeah, uh -huh. um, it's about controlling your lungs, you know, more than anything. Yeah. So that's the cool thing about these slurpers and charmers and blenders and stuff that you guys were talking about on the podcast a while back is that uh, yeah. it allows you to focus on your breathing, you know, breathing control. Yeah, that's so um, interesting. So like breathing exercises and stuff are like, they really do help with with dabbing. That's why I'm able to do the oh. big dabs that I do because I, I do breathing exercises because it also helps with like anxiety and stress, right? Yes, um, I have been trying to get more into breath work yeah. as well. Yeah, um, so yeah, it allows you to, be able to hit the bigger dabs because your lungs are more open and used to taking bigger breaths yes. of air. And, um, yeah, it allows you not to slurp it down the neck as much and stuff yeah. like that. 
hold so the pillars in different variations, you know, like with this, you know, if I so pull like, hard. So you can do like Morse code with them. <laughs> right. You, know, you can pull really hard and like make it raise. Like shoot it or, up or like. Yeah. Or like don't pull as hard and you just you do kind of like what I did, you know, just right. barely pull. Like. So it just like levitates. Just chops at the bottom. Yeah. Kind of like a little rattlesnake. That's what I tell everybody. A little rattlesnake. Yeah, so that's what you recommend it. is like do the rattlesnake. Yeah, just keep it like nice and low. Oh, um, see, I was pulling too hard, I feel like. I mean, you can. There's a lot of people I know that just rip dabs and they get some really high really fast and then it sustains. Um, yeah. But, you know, I like to ease myself into things. <laughs> it's a, no, it's a really good call. I probably should too. <laughs> I probably should too. Unless it's a three grammar for the gram, you know, and then I'm going to rip that thing as hard as I can. And get, let's get this done so yes. I can disappear. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yes. Well, this has been a super informative conversation. Was there anything else you wanted to touch on? Oh, I think, um, I think we kind of nailed a little bit about hash and all that good stuff, huh? Yeah. Hopefully yeah. we convinced everyone that rosin is superior. Rosin is the key. Yeah, good rosin, good flour, you know, good energy. Yes, and organic fertilizers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> keep it clean. <laughs> and where can everyone find you currently? Like on Instagram? Yeah, at Mikey Dabs It and at Mikey Washes It. Those are the two pages. Nice. So we've yeah. got the Mikey Dabs It page for interaction and then uh, Mikey Washes It for content. Yep. Nice. So why do you have the bolt too? Just because they keep deleting yep. you? Yep, Instagram. <laughs> You know the vibes. We've been through like 18 been, accounts. Yes. I've been having to do the same thing. I now am restricted. I can't like or comment on anyone's posts. Uh, I hate that. Did that happen to you? Yeah, ever? that's happened to me. Um, How do you get times. rid of it? Go stagnant for a little bit. That's a, that's the only way I was able to beat How it. How long? I did like a two week break, like a week or two. Fuck. Um, yeah. That's very sad. <laughs> or just do posts for a little bit and not stories or just pick one, you know, kind of swap between them. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's Instagram is crazy. It's nuts. Oh, oh my God. Uh, it's like a love hate. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I love you. You know, like Trinidad James was talking viral on that. You know? <laughs> but um, shit, <laughs> we just want to fucking make good weed. And, yes. And smoke it on camera. And yeah, and show the people. Like. Right. That it's not like this drug, you know. Literally, it's a plant. Yes. Let's remind everyone. And it's beneficial to a lot of people. You know, it's not for everybody, but it yeah. is beneficial. Yeah, so. totally. Yeah, it's definitely should not be classed up there as a schedule one. Yeah, I'm anxious to see what'll happen there. Yeah, me too. America. America. <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. You're amazing. <laughs> Love what you're doing. Don't stop what you're doing. <laughs> thank you so much. Hash Lord, Mikey Morris. Yay. Peace, y'all. Thanks again. And as always, stay high. <laughs> <laughs>